0: Developmental optometrist, award-winning author, and international speaker, Dr. Lynn Hellerstein holds powerful and inspiring conversations with her guests on Vision Beyond Sight in areas of healthcare, wellness, education, sports, and psychology. They share their inspirational stories of healing and life transformation through their vision expansion. Billions of people have vision problems, and vision is more than 2020. Vision Beyond Sight will help you see with clarity and gain courage and confidence. Your vision does not define you. You define your vision. With Dr. Lin's new way to look at your life through a new lens, you will be ready to meet yourself and receive visualizations for miracles to come. Welcome to Vision Beyond Sight. Hi
1: everyone. This is Dr. Lynn and welcome to Vision Beyond Sight. Today visiting with us is my friend Cindy Coons. Cindy is truly an amazing person as you'll quickly see her power, passion, success, creativity and influencing abilities. Today we're going to talk about the vision of Jewish explorers and Cindy will tell you a lot more about that in just a second and and just to summarize it's to engage educate, and empower families to find meaningful and relevant ways to practice Judaism in their homes and with community. But let's just back up for a second and learn a little bit about Cindy, as she's taken a very interesting journey from uh, a career, a medical career, to now a, a Jewish educator. Cindy grew up in a small beach town on Long Island, New York. She attended University of Delaware to study study physical therapy and decided to pursue a degree in early childhood education and development, knowing that this would bring um, and build a strong foundation for her work as a pediatric physical therapist. During her junior year, she started seeing that occupational therapy is what she really more envisioned as a career, and so she pursued a master's in occupational therapy From Columbia University. Her pediatric specialty rotation brought her to Children's Hospital here in Denver, and it led to a job, and they then moved to Denver. After volunteering in the preschool, religious school, and and youth group, she left Children's Hospital to stay at home with her children and focus her energy on supporting Jewish education and her own family's Jewish journey. Cindy's volunteer work led to an opportunity at the Colorado Agency for Jewish Education, which eventually merged with Jewish Colorado. She was hired to do an informal survey of the changing needs of families with young children in our community, and then to create a program that would support those families. In 2013, she created Jewish Explorers, which welcomes Jewish and interfaith families with preschool and elementary school, Age children. Her role is Director of Jewish Explorers, and she then expanded to include the Director of Family Engagement, helping to launch our G2 program, which we'll uh, learn more about later in the podcast, and to support the programs for families of young children, including PJ Library and Yod Family. Cindy says the importance of building relationships and creating community that is warm, welcoming, and inclusive, celebrates diversity. It provides opportunity for everyone to see themselves reflected in the community, invites individuals and families to step in no matter where they are in their Jewish journey and feel connected to community through shared experiences. So Cindy, you're really expanding the vision of community and I love it. Welcome to Vision Beyond Sight.
2: Thank you, Lynn. What an honor and pleasure it is to be here with you today.
1: Well, it's certainly um, my pleasure getting to know you, and we're going to share some of the exciting things you've been up to. So let's start by talking about your vision for Jewish Explorers.
2: My vision for Jewish Explorers was first informed by this informal study that I did as part of the Colorado. Colorado Agency for Jewish Education initially, which um, then we merged with Jewish Colorado. And so my my vision really was informed by the needs of the families and what they shared with me of what they were looking for uh, as a way to creatively engage with community in their local communities. And with my past work, I've always found that the first place to start is building relationships. And then as you build relationships, you build community. And I knew that um, what families were looking for was a place that they could feel celebrated for their diversity, a safe space that cultivated their curiosity and made exploring Judaism together not only meaningful, but fun in a space where families could experience the joy and beauty of Judaism and feel excited about finding meaningful and relevant ways for them to practice Judaism in their home and out in the community. And also to create a space that really honored that Judaism is not separate from our lives, but rather informs how we live our lives.
1: So that's a, a big piece to take on by all means. And why don't you explain a little bit from your perspective, why that was so important? Words are no support for, you're talking about diversity, not just religious, but racial and other types of diversity. Um, why Why is this such an important program? We're very lucky to have this in the Denver community. And I'm sure this is not present in a lot of other communities. So explain the importance and what you've learned from your work through this.
2: Well, what we were finding uh, around this time of 2013 uh, was that families were really a little bit more hyper-local in looking for programs that were easily accessible and in their home communities. And when we started Jewish Explorers, There were families living in what was then called the Stapleton community now called Central Park and in the Northwest Highlands community that were really looking for opportunities in their communities. And so um, Jewish Colorado was very supportive of us uh, bringing programs out to the community where families lived and finding ways to Um, create these programs modeled after the unique needs of each community. So in what is now called the Central Park community, we uh, created an opportunity for a weekly K through fifth grade program. And in the Highlands community, because the demographics of those families were different, we created a family program where parents and grandparents participated alongside their children and grandchildren. Uh, on a monthly basis on Sunday mornings in their community. So
1: can you share a little bit more of the details of what some of these programs entail?
2: I would love to, thank you. Um, Our programs are created so that families uh, truly can explore Judaism together in in an experiential educational framework. And so our programs are very hands-on. We look at creating opportunities for families to experience the joy and beauty of Judaism through learning about Jewish holidays, Jewish values, which are also universal values, Jewish culture, Jewish traditions, Jewish history, and to see how what they're learning about is connected and interconnected, so that if they learn about uh, a Jewish holiday and a Jewish value, they can see how that's connected to other holidays, other values, maybe traditions, to different cultures, how it's connected to how they choose to practice Judaism and how others do, and so that they can really begin to see that learning uh all learning is uh we we learn through curiosity and hands-on and we figure out what are the connections between each thing that we learn and the more things that we connect it to the deeper our learning is so our hope is that we're creating these opportunities in our weekly and monthly programs and also through our Um, Throughout the year, we offer family Shabbat celebrations, other holiday celebrations, community partnered events, so our families begin to see uh, how what they're learning goes beyond the walls of our classroom into uh, their daily uh, life and their celebrations and how they engage in the community.
1: So this is great. Do, do you have some idea how many people are really benefiting and in getting involved in your many programs?
2: Um, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. So we are just now finished year nine of Jewish Explorers and we'll be getting year 10 in the fall. And it's hard to believe but we have impacted over 10,000 participants across our nine years through classroom, um, through attending classroom programs, um, Shabbat celebrations, uh, holiday celebrations, and community-partnered events. In this past year, we had in our classroom programs, we had 72 students enrolled who joined us for weekly and monthly classroom programs. And of course, in our family programs, we also have parents grandparents, and other siblings that join us since it's a family program. And um, even during our pivot to virtual programming, uh, when the p- pandemic began, we continued to offer our programming virtually. And we really, um, it was really, although it was a very difficult and challenging time for our families. There were some blessings in the fact that we actually got to invite each other into our homes and and got to experience learning together in the space of our homes and um, seeing how, what we were learning about and how we were celebrating was truly part of our everyday lives. So even even in this transitional time, uh, we uh, continue to offer our classroom programs, Shabbat celebrations, holiday celebrations in a virtual space, and uh, we're grateful for the opportunity to uh, to be welcomed into our families' homes and get to be part of. Uh, supporting them through a very difficult time
1: which is so needed i mean i know through the pandemic that one of the biggest concerns we all had was our lost communities our connections and especially when the kids were at home and what i loved about what you're doing is that this is for all generations from little babies kids adults seniors isn't that correct
2: it is and what was really um uh, we had some really unexpected blessings that we hadn't uh, thought about as we pivoted to virtual programming, but our uh, K through fifth grade programs, our drop-off program. And so um, although periodically throughout the year, we invite families to join us as part of our journey, uh, for the most part that the kids are learning in our classroom space, we were virtual. Uh, Parents and grandparents who normally don't see what we do week in and week out got to participate with us, and we encouraged them to do that. And some of our families uh, shifted their schedules so that they could uh, really experience, even though their kids wanted to be independent in their their virtual learning, they uh, got to hear and see what we were doing. And then certainly for our family program, it made it easier for families with young preschool children to um in really uh bring together their family uh, more consistently to participate in those programs and not have to make decisions that maybe a sibling needed to nap so only one parent could come or maybe a grandparent could come but a parent stayed at home so um Again, there were some beautiful blessings even during this challenging time of uh, virtual programming during a pandemic.
1: You know that is beautiful, and it really reminds me of the blessing that my family received um, because of the pandemic. When I grew up, we always had Friday nights together. We never as kids went out and we were always together with family. and as we've gone off and gotten married and You know, there's a few of us, it still got together for Friday nights, but it was getting to be fewer and fewer. And then when the pandemic hit, it totally brought all my siblings back together, even uh, some of the out-of-state ones. And we'd have Friday nights and all the Jewish holidays on Zoom. And as awful as it seemed, it was such a welcome gift to be together. And for two solid years, I don't know that we missed any Friday night uh, being together. And so uh, it is interesting to look at the silver linings and the gifts that might come out of what looks to be the worst situation in your life, really open up to, I think, in some ways, I built more community during that time uh, because of technology. I just can't even imagine what it would have been like without uh, our good friend Zoom.
2: I know. And I love to hear those stories. And some of our families shared similar stories. Um, that they really uh, we would do um, virtual Shabbat celebrations before dinner time, so families could uh, still carve out their family time to to share dinner, whether it was more in a more traditional way of a Shabbat dinner or just sharing family time. So we would do. Um, singing and dancing and um, Shabbat blessings and Shabbat songs, celebrating birthdays of the month. And families would join us and it would be easy for them to access celebrating. They would join us on Zoom. Sometimes they would share the link with uh, grandparents or other special adults in their kids and grandkids' lives. Uh, We would gather, We, we would our families really felt and were able to see that sacred time still can be fun time and that uh, families who said they never imagined celebrating Shabbat uh, could see how fun and how beautiful and how meaningful Shabbat could be and we offered opportunities for them to see how you could uh, celebrate in different ways so that they could really find what made sense to them and what was meaningful and relevant. And many of our families now who said that they didn't really celebrate Shabbat feel comfortable and excited to do so. We did um, Passover Seders over Zoom. We celebrated Tu B'Shvat and Hanukkah and uh, Sukkot. So we really, uh, the high holidays, we went through the year of really looking at how can we use what's in our home to uh, create it as a space to celebrate whatever we were celebrating at that time of the year.
1: So thanks, Cindy, for sharing all the really great things you shared about um, the holidays and Shabbat. Uh, we even went as far for the Jewish holidays, Passover and um, Uh, Rosh Hashanah, and some Shabbats where we shared meals. One of us would cook the main dish, somebody else a side dish, somebody a vegetable. And then we greatly invested in in, uh, takeout plastics, and we would split our meals up so that we'd go from house to house. One person would be the courier and share everybody's food with each other. And then we could sit down at Friday night and have the same dinner together, which really made us feel like we were sharing the holiday, so.
2: Oh, that that is so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Well, let's switch gears just a little bit here. You know, you had such a strong background in the medical occupational therapy field, um, and then you really transitioned. How does your background really inform the work that you do today. What did you learn from it? And how do you still really you know, apply what you learned?
2: Well, my background as an early childhood educator and a pediatric OT and a Jewish educator feels seamless to me. Each of these informs the other and the interconnectedness of my learning and my experience has really allowed me to honor what I feel has led to the success of Jewish Explorers. And I've, I've already said this, but I, it's really uh, starting with building relationships first and a community that is warm, welcoming, and com- and inclusive. And whether I was working as an occupational therapist or a, a early childhood educator or a Jewish early childhood educator, um, what I've learned is in all of these roles, everyone wants to be feel to feel seen and heard that they want to be celebrated for who they are and where they are in their journey and where they're going and to find a way to live fully and authentically and to find beauty and joy in how they choose to live and to feel connected to a community and shared experiences and i found that to be true, whether I was an early childhood educator, a pediatric OT, and now in this broader Jewish educator role through Jewish Colorado.
1: And that's really so true. Um, even in my my personal uh, career as a developmental optometrist, that is what helps our patients immensely in understanding their issues, understanding why you're there, why, what we can do to help their lives be better. Sure. We want to, you know, get them the best glasses and eye health and vision therapy, but really it's all about being seen literally and seeing and being seen, heard, being heard and, and listening. And, um, it's it's really great that that's what what really connects you from your your earlier career to where you're at right now. Your passion certainly is contagious, and I understand, you know, why you do what you do. So we're going to just take a break for a couple minutes here, and when we come back from break, I'd love for you to uh, share about the G two program.
0: Discover the power of the seeing brain. The creator of your true vision. Dr. Lynn Hellerstein's number one bestseller book, Expand Your Vision, helps you see with clarity and gain courage and confidence. Remove roadblocks and visualize your new lens to see and experience your world. Get Expand Your Vision on Amazon or visit lynnhellerstein.com.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Lynn, and we're on Vision Beyond Sight. Today, our special guest, we're celebrating Cindy Coons, and she's been sharing um, all about her vision of Jewish explorers. One of the programs that I, I, this is how I really met you, Cindy, was this program, G2. I had no idea what G2 stood for, much less, the opportunity in the program. So tell us what G2 is all about. And then I'd love to share what our big program is coming up.
2: I would love to. So G2 is uh, we launched our G2 program. Jewish Colorado launched our G2 program this year, which is an intergenerational initiative in partnership with Jewish Colorado and the Jewish Agency for Israel. And its um, goal is to connect grandparents and grandchildren uh, through a program that explores Jewish family legacies and values and grandparent grandchild connections. And um, our program is a year-long program of learning together, and we have uh, four families and five grandparent-grandchild pairs, who of which Lynn and your and your granddaughter uh, are are uh, part of our program. And um, our program will culminate at the end of the year in a ten-day trip to Israel, and. Um, what we really find is that grandparents are an invaluable resource for passing on the values, uh, Jewish values and and family legacies uh, from one generation to the next. And our hope was to uh, strengthen these uh, bonds between grandparents and grandchildren through our year-long program and journey together.
1: And um, I kind of fell into this opportunity and we're so blessed it's happened. Um, but explain why the Jewish family legacy sharing, it's such an important part of not just Judaism, but of our lives and communities.
2: Um, I think that, uh, it, and Lynn, if you remember, we started our our journey through GT, G2 uh, program really talking about what is a community and who is in the community and what makes a community uh, strong and meaningful and then we really looked at our families and what was the recipe for what makes our families special and unique and um and how do we um how do we document and how do we pass on these important shared experiences and what we find is that this opportunity for grandparents and grandchildren to really share and learn from each other, uh, grandparents sharing stories, Family stories, family legacies, and also grandchildren sharing their experiences as part of these stories, so that um, so that these shared experiences, experiences and legacies can live on well beyond uh, our time here.
1: Yeah, the activities we've done, we've met at what four times I think now, and. Yes. Uh, just to let our listeners have a little glimpse of what we did the program where we talked about our families and uh we did a an activity of shared family values and we had to come up with i think it was five values that both my granddaughter adina and i agreed on as being one of the top five values of our family and just the activity of sharing those things touched my heart you know what's important to you what's important to you and then we filled you gave us those like little spice bottles and uh we got to put each value like those are the spices of life on the bottles and we filled them with different our our favorite candies and and nuts and that fysum sits still in my uh living area of seeing our family values that we put together. Um, And so that was one of our great activities we loved. Another activity was the uh, cooking, the baking activity, where the intent was learn from your grandparent uh, their favorite recipe and hand down the family recipe. Well, in my situation, my granddaughter is the baker of the family, not me. <laughs> so she handed up the recipe. <laughs> challah and the cinnamon rolls. And I did give her chicken soup which she already knew how to make and but again we've done cooking times together and we sometimes do uh, pretend cooking shows and time and limits and and the competition and and so that was just right down you know right down what we love doing together and laughed and what it's done the most important is it's one-on-one time with a grandkid those of you that are you know parents kids or grandparents. To have one-on-one time is so special. It's put the pressure on me to find time with my other grandkids to do one-on-one times as well. Um, so, you know, this is just the year of learning. We haven't even taken a trip to Israel. And uh, <laughs> so we're we're so excited about this whole process. Well,
2: I, I love that you shared that. And I, I want to share with your listeners that we loved when you shared uh, photos of your shared experience that you had actually filled those spice stars with something sweet, could be sweet or savory, and I we love that you actually filled them and you had them out on your counter. I think that um, there are so many different ways for us to. Um, I also I also love that you shared that. That your granddaughter Adina passed up something to you, so I think sometimes we forget that we are passing down, but our our children and our grandchildren are also helping to shape our family narratives and our family stories, and that it really that that is what a relationship is. It 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 comes from both uh, uh, from all people in the relationship. And, and to have it seen uh, to speak your language through a different lens through a grandparent lens and a, a grandchild lens or a child's lens uh, really uh, makes this shared experience and these shared s- stories uh, even even more grounded and more meaningful um, and, and I was thinking that I was challenged to um, write a recipe for something, uh, write a recipe for exploring Judaism together and creating meaningful experiences. And this, I think applies to not only our Jewish Explorers program or our G2 program, our PJ library program, our Yod family program at Jewish Colorado, since those are the programs that really support families with children. And this was the recipe, if you'll indulge me for a moment, Please. come Come and experience the rich flavor of our community or of our family, sprinkled with chesed, kindness, a generous dash of Jewish values and seasoned with a culture that is warm, welcoming and inclusive. Come enjoy the delicious variety of traditions and holiday celebrations that we hope will become your family's beloved recipe for exploring Judaism together as a family and out in the community. Oh, Cindy, that's
1: beautiful. You know, I would love for you to send me that so we can put them on the show notes so people could um, uh, download your recipe. And Thank create you. their own. Be,
2: <laughs> I would be happy to share that with you.
1: Yeah, that's that's so great. Uh, well, those are the great kinds of activities when you talk about programs that uh, we've done in such a short time. And I see such wonderful value I, I'm just happy that uh, I personally am, and with my granddaughter get to take advantage of these programs but you have so many programs I want to make sure you uh, let the listeners know how to find you how to get involved in programs you know any resources you'd like to share
2: I would love to thank you so Jewish Explorers is a program of Jewish Colorado, and it's supported by generous donors and uh, generous um, uh, grants from the Rose Community Foundation. And in addition to uh, finding information about Jewish Explorers on the Jewish Colorado website, which is www jewishcolorado.org forward slash programs. You can also find information about our G2 program, about PJ Library and about YOD Family. These are the programs that are serving families, supporting families with young children, uh, mostly preschool and elementary school age children. Of course, Jewish Colorado has lots of programs that support middle school, high school and beyond. But for the program supporting uh, families with young children, you can find uh, about all about our programs on our program's uh, landing page uh, on the Jewish uh, Colorado website.
1: And just so the li- listeners understand, uh, you don't have to necessarily be part of a synagogue or a member of a synagogue, or you can be. This program is still available for you. And, and I know because one of my daughters is... Uh, lives out of town and she's really benefited from the pj library program where um books are sent you know when babies are born and they're not only sent to the new parents and families they're sent to the grandparents so i have books in my house for when my grandkids come over so so um the other thing that's important is diversity is so part of this program. And um, I'm sure you have a lot of families, interfaith marriages and in diverse situations. Isn't that correct?
2: Yes. So our our thank you for um, asking about that. Jewish Explorers welcomes Jewish and interfaith families with preschool and elementary school age children. What's innovative about our program is that it is a multi-age learning program. So our preschool program our family program for two to five-year-olds who participate along with their parents and grandparents, They the two to five-year-olds learn together in our K through fifth grade program um, is also multi-age. So those kids learn together. And we um, support families who are single parent, LGBTQ, multiracial, multicultural, uh, uh, families whose kids have um, special medical needs, educational needs, social emotional needs. We really uh, um, strive to create a space that's safe and non judgmental and uh, celebrates the diversity of our families because we know that diversity is what makes our community special and unique.
1: That's really great. Is there a phone number, or email, anything? Um, if people want to ask you questions or is it best for them just to find uh, the website and go online and do that?
2: Uh, families are welcome to email me at ccoons at jewishcolorado.org. They can also call me at 303-881-7918. Um, We also have a Jewish Explorers Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Jewish Explorers, which uh, has different themes, Mitzvah Mondays, Timely Tuesdays, I Wonder Wednesdays, Thankful Thursdays, and we're so excited it's Shabbat on Fridays. (laughs) There's different ways to learn and engage through Um, resources that are shared, recipes, music, um, videos. Uh, So we invite families to join us on our Facebook page as well. And we also welcome families to come try a complimentary class in our family programs, in our K through fifth grade programs, to see if Jewish Explorers is a good fit for you and your family.
1: Well, lots of opportunities. That's so great. Well, as we're ready to wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share with us uh, before we close for today?
2: Um, I think I wanted to just share that um, as a teacher, I'm also a learner. And uh, we really create a space in our program that honors each person, whether they're a learner, reminding them that they are a teacher and our teachers that they are learners and We hope that our space um, feels safe so families really can embrace vulnerability because we find that when we create that type of a space, it allows for curiosity and learning at its best. And uh, that in that space, everybody's voice matters, that each of us is part of the community to help create, build, and elevate our community together. And we really do hope in in, uh, being part of our community that our families see themselves reflected in the community and that oftentimes as part of our experience, it's the small moments that we're together that turn out to be the extraordinary moments. So uh, I hope families join, uh, reach out and uh, join us for a complimentary class or a Shabbat celebration or Um, a virtual opportunity that we offer. And um, that together, uh, we hope we're creating a space that the vision of how we each do Jewish is valued, celebrated, and honored.
1: So beautifully said. And you certainly expressed a vision beyond sight of what's just there. I have one last question for you, Cindy. You had mentioned, you know, the value of seeing the world through a grandparents' lens or kids. My question to you, if you had magic glasses to see the world through the lens of clarity, courage, and confidence, what would your world look like?
2: Oh, that is such a great question. I think my world would look like a space that I've talked about not just in our classroom, and not just at our Shabbat celebrations or our holiday celebrations, but everywhere. A place that starts with kindness, that celebrates and builds relationships. A space where everyone truly feels welcome and celebrated so that they can live authentically, that they can um, not just Thrive, but really live in a way that is fully um, and authentically themselves.
1: Well, I want to be in that world with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Cindy,
1: I thank you so much. Uh, my gratitude for you, for your time, and, and truly for what you and your your group is doing. Um, you are so honoring to people, I mean, what a gift to see people and allow people to be seen, allow people to be heard. So in closing, I just wanna remind everybody that we create our vision, our vision does not create us. And now go out, spend a few seconds and close your eyes and imagine yourself looking through the lens of clarity, courage, and confidence create your vision, create your world. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Cindy, and we'll see you soon.
0: Bye-bye.
2: Thank you, Lynn. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Vision Beyond Sight. Join Dr. Lynn Hellerstein each week to help you find clarity in your functional vision and expand the power of your seeing brain to gain courage, confidence, and success in your life. Remember, your vision does not define you. You define your vision. For more information and find additional podcasts, visit lynnhellerstein.com. See you next time on Vision Beyond Sight.